Hello, Cowboys Nation. Welcome to Sundays are for the Boys. I'm your host, Nathan Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at natn 3 Today we have a special guest. I am here with my good friend, Avery C. You can follow him on Twitter at S-I-E-H-A-V-R-Y. So today we're going to talk a little Cowboys football. We're going to talk about the Giants and that crazy game. And we're also going to look forward to Seattle and some key matchups for the Wild Card game. So Avery, first off, what do you think about the Giants game? Yeah, um, for such a meaningless game, you know, it, it was very entertaining. And I was, I was very surprised on how this Cowboy uh, offense, for that part, played. You know, uh, defense wasn't great. They had a lot. Of, they didn't have a lot of people in, though. But yeah, Dak, Dak carried that team to a win. Yeah, it kind of destroys the whole narrative that Dak can't win unless he has all these weapons around him. The only weapon he had that some an outsider of the Cowboys fan club would recognize is Amari Cooper. Yeah. You know, he didn't have Ezekiel Elliott. We didn't have Tyron Smith or Zach Martin. Even Sue Afilo, who hasn't been that great as of late, he got dinged up and had to leave. So Redmond came in and blocked that left guard. So there was this, it was a little mismatched offensive line. But Dak still played his best game of his career, probably. He had four touchdowns and was the key stat to the success. Zero interceptions. Yeah, zero interceptions. Zero um, turnovers. Exactly. Usually when you see any quarterback throw 40-plus times, you would expect at least one of those to maybe um, get tipped off in the air and intercepted, but really sloppy in the beginning. Dak just has the way of when it comes to crush time just performing. What do you yeah. think on that last touchdown play? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I remember watching Beasley lay out for that ball, and, man, I, I, I wish he – I thought it, I know he didn't get his feet in, but I remember watching the replay, and why don't you see that knee go down, and you're like, wow, what a play. That rollout by Dak, mm-hmm. man, that spin, everything about that play was just beautiful. Yeah, at first when he – I thought he might have gotten a knee down, but then I saw Cole Beasley's reaction. Yeah. And he just, you know, he just put his hands on his knees, and it was just like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I just, like, lost the game. But that was a that has to be hit Beasley had that one catch against the Giants a couple oh, years yeah. ago behind the back the one hand behind the back standing bounce <laughs> yeah. but that was kind of lucky this one was just pure, pure skill. skill for guys like five eight the way he extended and was mm-hmm. able to get down with the ball amazing and the throw um, they asked the press asked Dak this last week uh, a few days ago that that was his best throw ever in his career and he was just laughed at the camera he's like yeah <laughs> he looked like Aaron Rodgers yeah. Aaron bleeping Rodgers yeah and it was amazing but so our defense we haven't allowed anybody to score 30 points in like 20 games and then mm-hmm. here we allow 35 points yeah so are you scared about this defense heading up to play Seattle with Russell Wilson and company well, it's definitely not what you wanted going into the playoffs for sure. Not you don't want to ever give up thirty points to a team, uh, especially when OBJ's not playing on the other side, and you still manage to give up thirty points. Um, but it, it's it's not. I'm not scared. I'm very concerned. Uh, not about the the defense per se, but about the Seahawks offense. Right. Just what they can do and how they've bounced back this this season. You know, it it. I don't want to say I think this Cowboys defense is going to hold them under, you know, 20 points. I mean, I hope they do, but I, I am not I'm not scared of right. of, you know, how they performed, especially with everyone sitting out. Yeah, when you look at the Seattle's offense, it kind of is what the Cowboys envisioned their offense being mm-hmm. in, a, in these next few years with a great running game, the number 1 in the league with rushing. 
Um, you have, they have Chris Carson, one of the running backs, over 1,100 yards. Mm-hmm. And they have two other running backs, over 400 yards. And then Russell Wilson, 300 yards plus on yeah. the ground. I mean, they can run the ball. And then they have Russell Wilson back there, who's a top-five quarterback. People don't like to talk about him. They like to talk about Pat Mahomes and Drew Brees. For good reason, they're setting yeah. like French like career in league records. But let's just take a look at Wilson's just box score stats. He has three thousand four hundred forty eight passing yards, eight point one yards per attempt, sixty five point six completion percentage, thirty five touchdowns to seven interceptions, and ten fumbles, which mm-hmm. is a lot. That's close to D- Dak is thirteen. So that's yep. just one thing. I mean, he's a small guy. Yeah, and he's just under pressure. Their offensive line is not the greatest. Yeah. How do you think our defense? Marcus Lawrence and all those hot boys, how do you think they can attack this offensive line? I think they're going to be able to generate pressure uh, this week. I think the key to this game, though, is going to be stopping the run. You know, the Seahawks are the number one team, you know, like rushing. They have like around 160 yards a game, uh, their most effective rushing team. I think if we're able to, you know, stop the run, fill the gaps and everything like that, and then generate some pressure pressure on Russell. He's a smaller guy, you know, so he has to drop drop back a little bit more. So if we can generate that pressure, you know, get him to throw the ball out quick, I hope, uh, you know, maybe Cheeto or Byron can hopefully get a pick. And yeah. One thing that I think last game against the Giants showed was how valuable Tyron Crawford is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's a, team, he's a team captain, and people get mad because he has this insane contract. But honestly, this year, this whole regular season, he's been playing his best football. He's, mm-hmm. he's deserved that. He's playing like a player that deserves that high contract. And he's a leader in the Hot Boys. And you see him, the way he plays the run. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he just blows linemen off their feet. And then that's why, because you have Antoine Woods in the middle and Demarcus mm-hmm. Lawrence, all of our linemen can pass rush, but play great run defense. Yeah, play great run defense. And then you well. have those killer linebackers. Oh, and you have yeah. Sean Lee on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are, yeah. I think we're set up on defense to match the style of play well. The one team that beat us, the Colts, you know, they shut our defense out. Yeah. The thing that they did successfully against us was our offensive line, which is one of the best in the league, just manhandled our defense. Yeah. I don't see that happening with this offensive line. No. They're not that good. Um, in week 11, they started George Font or Fant. Sorry, Seattle fans. I don't understand how to pronounce his name. George Fant, F-A-N-T. Anyways, <laughs> he plays right tackle, and his le- in his seven starts, he's only given up three quarterback pressures. And so he's been playing better, not great, but better than what they've had at that position. So Demarcus Lawrence won't have as big of a heyday, but he'll still have some opportunities. I think with those twist stunts that I like doing with Malik Collins and Demarcus Lawrence, mm-hmm. I think that can work. But if you do those stunts, you have to make sure those linebackers back there are ready to attack Russell Wilson. How yeah. do you think they're going to try to contain Russell Wilson? Yeah, so we don't do it often, but I would like to see more Jalen Smith blitzing. You know, if we can, he, he's a great blitzer, first of all. Yeah. But if we can generate some more pressure on Russell and uh, make him throw that ball and get it out quicker, not allow him to get through all of his reads and progressions, I think that'll be a very big part in this game. Oh, yeah. And I think they should attack Russell Wilson the same pe- way people attack and contain Dak Prescott. You mm-hmm. get that middle of the pocket. And squeeze so he can't step off or have any rushing lanes. Mm-hmm. You know, Dak Prescott, you see him all the time. People are saying, run, run, run. Well, he can't run when his interior linemen are getting just bulldozed back. There's no, yep. it, he gets trapped into the pocket. And if we do that, and with, like I like what you say about Jalen Smith, now he just blitzes in like that A gap, right? Yep. And then he thumps the running back. I don't mm-hmm. think the running backs do a great job pass protection mm-hmm. like Ezekiel Elliott would do. And so, and on those plays that he escapes and make those 
like Aaron Rodgers passes downfield, mm-hmm. those haven't really hurt the Cowboys in the past. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Do you remember that Demarcus Lawrence sack from? Yeah, he chased last him year? down. Yeah, he chased him down. This is the Marinelli. The Hot Boys have to be the Hot Boys in this game, and mm-hmm. that can be a big difference because that's like a twenty-yard loss. Yeah, twenty-yard loss with our cornerbacks, our defense. They're not. They're probably not making that ground back up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this, our safeties will be a um, key thing to watch out for. If they play well, I think we have a good shot. Yeah. If, um, what do you think about the wide receivers on the? Seattle Seahawks. You know, I think they're an underrated uh, group of guys, you know. You see Doug Baldwin, you know, Tyler Lockett. That They're they're having a good year. Um, Doug Baldwin is kind of having a drop-off of a year, but, you know, then there's Tyler Lockett on the other side. He's having a great year. Uh, him, and, him and Russell are almost unstoppable, it seems like. But um, if we can just – if we can lock them up, and like I said again, just get Russell to throw the ball early. I don't want – big plays down the field or anything like that. I'll take little dink and dunks, you know, three-yard runs, hopefully. Just try and slow them down. Yeah, to your point about the wide receivers, I think Doug Baldwin, he's showing he's showing his age now. He's getting mm-hmm. up there. Um, I think he's starting to get kind of like Jory Nelson is kind of washed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett has really yeah. been their guy. He he's has, emerged big. He's emerged as, like, their go-to guy. He's 965 total yards, and 10 touchdowns. The craziest stat of this whole week of all the playoffs is that Russell Wilson has a perfect quarterback rating when targeting Lockett. It's a quarterback rating of 158.3. Crazy. Literally can't get better quarterback rating-wise. And you say, well, it's because he's dinking and dunking. No, it's not. Of Lockett's 10 touchdowns, seven of them have been 20-plus yards downfield, Mm -hmm. mostly on those sidelines. And so if we play a lot of cover too. Big safety's gonna have a big role stopping him. So hopefully we could see uh, Xavier Woods lay the wood. Yeah, <laughs> he's become like kind of like the new Cam Chancellor of the league. Yeah, of at least of the NFC East. He mm-hmm. uh, he got that one penalty a few weeks ago. Clean clean hit. But That's how know, they teach hitting. Just, I mean, no helmet contact, just straight shoulder pad. They're but, gonna throw the flag now. Yeah. Yeah, but keep doing what you're doing, Xavier. Can't get mad about that. But I think uh, Cheeto Bouzier has a great chance of locking down Lockett. Mm-hmm. Over the last month, Byron Jones has not been our best cornerback, in my opinion. It's been Chidobe Awuzie. The last three weeks, he's only given up a pass rating average of 31.7. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's batting balls down, which he struggled with early in the year. Yeah, he was he great been... in coverage, but his ball skills were just terrible. Yeah, and that's, you can definitely see the improvement. You know, there was that little slump he had where he's getting picked on, and then he was like, all right, I'm... He's fed up with it, and now he's on the he's coming to come up again. I mean, last week on that little there's the shallow um, arrow route, and then mm-hmm. the corner he he read that and got that interception. Yeah, so you're yeah. seeing improvement. It's funny that the Pro Bowl, yeah, <laughs> the Pro Bowl corner Byron Jones, the only cornerback without an interception. Yeah, that's ironic. But Byron Jones, I mean, he struggled last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about how they didn't have have OBJ on their team. Yeah, but that wide receiver looked like OBJ. Yeah, on that yeah, he was catching catch. one handers and stuff. And Byron Jones was like, "How in the I mean, world?" It's like the Sean Lee effect. Sean Lee will be in perfect coverage like that one tight end. It'll just go right over his shoulder. Goes right just, over. It's just so unlucky. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, you can't count on that. Like we said said early in the season with Chobi Wuze, he's in good coverage. Those balls more than not, more than likely will. F- just drop eventually. Yep. I mean, he's playing against like DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he's been playing against Julio Jones. There's yeah. been some big name wide receivers he's gone against. Yeah, gone against I mean, this year. Lockett, Tyler Lockett's a good receiver, but I mean, it, as Stephen A. Smith likes to say, 
that would be blasphemy to compare the two <laughs> receivers. So now let's move into the Seahawks' defense against our offense. Um, I'm kind of scared of this defense. They have a great defensive line, and that seems to be the problem. Our offensive line, they're not that all-pro, um, all-star studded offensive mm-hmm. line of the past. I mean, they still have Tyron Smith, but he's a shell of himself recently. Mm-hmm. And they still... And Zach Martin's been playing great at right guard. and But Sincer, Joe Looney's doing an okay job. Yep. Nothing compared to Travis Frederick. And left guard has been suspect. Um, they took away the rookie, Connor Williams, to put in Suofilo. See Suof- how long that lasts. See how long that lasts. I mean, honestly, I mean, they're keeping him in there because they're winning. and They're trying to go with a hot hand. But he has not been that good. Yeah. But, um, so I think... Expect if he gets beaten early, out maybe the rookie moves in there. Mm-hmm. They both don't have much playoff experience, so it's that's not going to be an issue. But what are your thoughts about going against this defense? Man, I, you got to watch out for Bobby Wagner. You know he's all constantly talked about. You know all Pro Bowler, but I mean that's going to be the guy they got to they got to get they gotta stay away from Bobby Wagner. It's a hard thing to do, but. I mean, whenever you, yeah. you you hear Pro Bowl linebacker, and you just think Keekley and Wagner, and I mean, they're they're both, you know, backing that up with how they play. But you know, Bobby Wagner, I believe he has around you know 100 combined tackles, a little more. I think 84 solo tackles. Uh, he already has he has two forced fumbles. I mean, he's a force to be reckoned with. So if we if we can you know. If we can force Bobby Wagner's crazy seams to miss some tackles, you know, yeah, that'll be huge. I mean, I think with their good defensive line, I mean, Zeke's gonna have to force Bobby Mac Wagner to miss. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna get much second level blocks, many mm-hmm. second level blocks on Bobby Wagner. You look at their defensive line; they have a rookie from Texas. Um, might pronounce this one wrong too. Puna Ford. Mm-hmm. He's not the best pass rusher, but he's excellent against the run. In these last three weeks, um, they've. Seahawks kind of increased his number of snaps, and he has eight defensive stops in those games. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's making not just good plays, but impact plays. And then you have Frank Clark, their defensive end. I mean, he's been there a while now. He's 13 sacks. Mm-hmm. And then they have their other defensive lineman, John Reed, Reed. Yep. 11 sacks. So they have, they have playmakers on them. I mean, they're, they're a bunch of hot boys, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, they get after it. But other than that, the their front seven... I think their back end, their secondary is not it's that not, impressive. Yeah, it's not that impressive at all. I mean, it's almost like the Legion of Boom. Is, it's morphing it's, to it, our team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because these Chris teams... Chris Richard, you know, coming yeah, over. Yeah, Chris Richard's now our um, basically defensive coordinator. Yeah. Technically, he's a passing coordinator, but... He just doesn't have the name defensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, Rod Marinelli, he's, he'll be the schemer. He has the title. He's the paycheck. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of giving Chris Richard's the reins. Mm-hmm. And... But yeah, it's fun. These teams mirror each other so well. They like to run the ball. We like to run the ball. We're both successful at running the ball. I believe uh, Chris Carson and Zeke both average 4.7 yards per carry. Yeah. I mean, they're not just like running every play. They're running every yeah. play and getting And being results. effective and successful in those results, yeah. And their defense, other than their front seven, their secondaries do not impress me. They're not scrubs, but they're definitely not the Legion of Boom. Mm-hmm. The only guy that gives me any fear is Bradley McDougal. Yeah. Um, he's a ball hawk. He has a few interceptions. But I mean, he's very susceptible to biting mm-hmm. on play action. And that's mm-hmm. what the Cowboys don't do a lot. We don't do a lot of play action, which we have the best running back in the league. 
but we don't do a lot of play action. Yeah, and that's another topic of Scott Linehan's just yeah. incompetence. But hopefully, like, you know, we all wish as Cowboy fans that you know you see Dak this last game and you see the way he was able to throw the ball when he's scrambling. You know, play actions, and you just hope you're like, man, what if we use our QBs? You know, ask like. His skill <laughs> yeah. to what our is, advantage as a team, kind of thing. Yeah. So hopefully we see more of that. You know. Yeah. Um, like our offense, this defense is a very stubborn defense. They play almost every snap in cover three, which is just, you see one high safety playing mm-hmm. the deep middle, and then the corners play the deep thirds. But they also like to go in cover one. Yeah, they like to man up. Cover one. They like to go man up on the sidelines and just have Bobby Wagner spying Dak. So I don't think Dak will have as a lot of scrambling plays mm-hmm. because I think the defensive lines can get a push and Bobby Wagner is just he's not going to let Dak beat him yep. like that um, but I mean that's the time to get Cole Beasley involved Amari yep. Cooper Michael Gallup maybe J- Blake Jarwin yeah with his he played one of his best his, he played it is his best game as in the NFL for sure of his, Come, of yeah, his life of his <laughs> life going to the game with zero touchdowns and then you know, going to the locker room and all of a sudden, like, wow, I have three touchdowns. You know, that has to be something special. Oh, yeah. And something Jason Witten hasn't even been able to do, which is crazy. So, mm-hmm. put the Hall of Fame jacket on. All yeah. <laughs> Size him up. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think the screen game, that's been a big part of our offense with Zeke. I think that could be very effective. They're so aggressive that um, they can get pulled on misdirection. Mm-hmm. But um, what role do you think Gallup is going to play, Michael Gallup is going to play in this game? Uh, I, th- I, in my opinion, I think he's actually gonna have a really big game. I think he's gonna be the X factor in this game for us. Um, you know, with with Cooper on the other side, you know, he's gonna be getting a lot of attention, of course, as he should be. And then there's then there's Gallup, and yet Gallup is all almost always open. You know, <laughs> he'll do that double move, and him and Dak have not been able to connect yet. But you know, who knows? This could be the game where they connect. But I think Gallup. He needs to have a. He's gonna have to be running some good, clean, crisp routes and catching some balls. Oh yeah, I think especially in that cover three defense, there's gonna be yeah. chances with those sluggos, those out and ups to mm-hmm. get to Gallup. They've missed this whole season. Yeah, there's no better time to start connecting. Yeah, no room for error now. It's playoffs. Exactly. He, Dak, if he's open, Dak has to hit those. He struggled. His Dak has struggled with his accuracy. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, there was a few passes in last game. Where he overthrows, yeah, and he, uh, it wasn't he misread a, Amari yeah, Cooper. Misread Amari Cooper. He throws it to his outside shoulder instead of his inside. There's been some miscommunication between receivers and Dak, and a few times that we've been able to overcome. But against I mean, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, this coach that's been the Super Bowls, he's an experienced head coach. Uh, you, there's no room for error in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and I think the key we top of the receivers, but we can't forget. Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott. Everything needs to flow through him. It's going to be hard to run the ball, but I mean, if the Seahawks get up early, we can't stop running the ball. Yeah. We still need to dictate the time of possession and dictate the game speed yeah. on our terms. Control the game as much as possible. Exactly. That's what we're good at. And I mean, we've been passing to Zeke a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Personally, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to take away touches from Zeke. I'm not saying that, but I would like to see some of those checkdowns to go to like a drag with Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. If you get Cole Beasley on one one, he's always open, and he has a quarterback rating when targeted of 130 when he's targeted 10 yards to the 20 yards down the field. Yeah. Like, he just makes money. Like, those drag routes, those deep crossers that we do, we never did that until the Giants game. Mm-hmm. We never stretched the middle of the field, and so if we can do that, that's going to get Bobby Wagner out of the way. Yep. 
and free up some running lanes. So then Mark Weaver can come underneath. That we've been doing that more mm-hmm. of just like simple pre-snap reads with Dak Prescott. They sees that his inline tight end is running at arrow, and Mark Cooper comes in. So if the linebacker sinks to the arrow, he dishes. So it's dishes to Mark Cooper. So it's very simple reads. And the Seahawks, from what I've watched on film, they don't do anything sneaky. They don't show two and roll three, right? Mm-hmm. They just show cover three. Get the running cover three or cover one, right? It's yep. simple. Occasionally, they'll leak a safety down. But other than that, they like to just say, okay, we're in this defense. We're going to beat you in this defense, right? Mm-hmm. And and so you mentioned your X factor in this game. Gallup. Yep. is Michael Gallup. I think that's definitely an X factor for our offense. On defense, I would say our X factor is Jeff Heath. Mm-hmm. I Demarcus Lawrence is going to be Demarcus Lawrence. The linebackers are going to be linebackers. They're going to be the Pro Bowlers they should be, and they the Pro Bowl caliber players they are. Yeah. I think Byron Jones and Cheeto will help hold up well, but these safeties have to play well. And Jeff Heath, whether you like him or not, and they nickname him the Goat, <laughs> the greatest of all time. Whether you like him or not, he makes big plays in big games. His mm-hmm. best games are come against Aaron Rodgers. That one yeah, play last year, him. yeah, he interceptions on big games. The one play last year against the Raiders, knocking the ball yeah, out of the Derek one Clark. yard line. I mean, he he's just, just he makes crazy plays. He's, always, he's just clutch. He and may the, not be, you know, at all times some great, you know, safety, but whenever the moment arises, you know, he'll he'll take advantage of it. And he'll he'll stop you. He'll make a play. And he's coming off a bad game too against mm-hmm. the Giants. Those missed tackles, the Barkley. Granted, yep. it's Barkley. Yeah, he's Everybody a big guy. <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, he's definitely has something to prove, and he's in a way fighting for a spot. Because I mean, in the off season, you just think the people that the positions that we're going to target are offensive linemen, safeties, maybe defensive tackle and yep. tight end. But mm-hmm. safety is definitely up there. Yeah, they've been playing well, but they're not locking people down. Anyways, my X factor is Jeff Heath. If he can come up with an interception, that might be the um, might tilt the game in our favor. Mm-hmm. So. Last thing, what is your game prediction? How do you think this game is going to go? I want to go. I'm going to go and say uh, it's going to be around 23-27 Cowboys. It's going to it's going to be a one score game. I believe. I think it's going to come down to the last possession, and we all know what happens when Dak has the ball and it's the last possession. He he can win some games. He he is very successful driving down that field on a two minute offense. You know. But I think it's going to be a very close game. It's not going to be an easy ride for the Cowboys at all. Um, yeah. You mean it's not going to be a, like a forty to zero like shutout? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a shutout. <laughs> not like the Jaguars. Yeah, <laughs> that was a crazy game. Yeah, that was crazy. So my prediction, I think our defense will play very well. I'm not scared of last game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's going to happen again. I don't think Rod Marinelli and Chris Richard <laughs> are going to let that happen. Yeah. Um, they're not going to give up 30 points. I think they can hold them to around 20, actually, personally. Yeah. I'm counting on the Hot Boys to get a lot of pressure in Wilson's face. I mean, he's a short guy, like you said, so when he's people in his face, I mean, he can't see. Yeah. <laughs> he's like 5'10 or 5'11. Like, yeah, he's pretty he's... short. That he'll throw up some jump balls. And if Jeff Heath can grab one of those or any yeah. of the buddy in the back end can get lucky and bring one down, that can mean the difference. My worry is still with our offense, though. I mean, mm-hmm. Dak's coming off his best game of his career, but can they repeat? I mean, there's no evidence of that. He has yeah, that's not very consistent. He's been inconsistent all. all year, and I don't trust our coaching staff to game plan enough targets to Mark Cooper. And mm-hmm. he's the person that 
when you give the ball, I mean, he fumbled last week. He's fumbled like twice. In the yeah, last well, he got weeks. smoked in the back too. Yeah, nobody's holding onto yeah. the ball. Unless you're like Des Bryant in 2014 prime. But anyways, <laughs> um, give Amari Cooper the ball and don't just give him the ball on these like quick hitches. Give him the ball on the run. Give him yeah. a cro- going across the middle. His horizontal science. routes, everything like that. Stuff that get him on the move. That's what Mark Cooper does best. He ru- the, mm-hmm. run after, the, the routes are amazing, obviously. But the run after catch is what separates him from yeah. a lot of receivers. But Zeke has to pretty much be the workhorse of this offense. He's got to carry this team. Yeah. He, I mean, he should take... He got rest last week. So in the Cowboys' fresh. minds, he should be like, okay, we didn't give you 20 carries this week. That means we're adding it this to your workload this week. You yeah. have 40 carries this week, right? Yeah. They're gonna, they better run the ball with him if they want to win. Yeah, I have one question for you. What did you think about whenever we were on the goal line and we handed it off you know, to Rod oh, Smith? Oh, gosh. I mean, I, I mean, I love the play call. Yep. That's not the issue. The issue is why don't they ever do that to Ezekiel Elliott? <laughs> like, he's the best back in the league. And we don't give him the opportunity. It's kind of disrespectful. We're giving him... Mm-hmm. He only has six touchdowns on this yeah, rushing touchdowns. And, yeah, we just don't run the ball. And when we run the ball in the red zone, it's this misdirection stuff that takes forever. Yeah. Just be like a high school football coach would say, just get an eye formation and just run up the gut, right? Yep. Anyways, if the Cowboys can do that in the red zone, that's going to make everything easier. Maybe a play action every once in a while to mm-hmm. a tight end. Maybe Blake Jarwin, Schultz yep. action. But... Nonetheless, I think this game will be a low-scoring affair, and whoever can capitalize on our next possession wins a sloppy game. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I say the Cowboys will squeak out a late win. Jack Prescott will have a chance to win the game late, and I think he'll deliver. I think the Cowboys, the offense believes in him. I think the whole the whole team, especially after that last, the whole team game. believes in Dak. He just he carried that team to the win, and um, and he's such a leader. And that's what you kind of want in a playoff game, late in a playoff game, in these mm-hmm. high tense situations. You want some guy that can gather the troops and rally them to a, a victory. And I think mm-hmm. they win 20-17. to 17. That is all we have for you today. Avery, thank you for joining the show. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. You can follow Avery on Twitter at S-I-E-H-A-V-R-Y. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at N-A-T-N-0-3. Thank you for listening. Go Cowboys.